Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Jill. I'm Nikki. And I'm Shaysel. So how is everyone doing? It's been a little while since we have recorded. Yeah. I'm good. I'm <laughs> yawning as I say that. Because <sighs> we're doing a morning recording, which is not what we normally do. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been good. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've been up to too much. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's been chill. My life has been chill for once. Shaysal had the exciting adventure. Yes. Um, Yeah, I went to Europe. I went to Amsterdam, Paris, and Strasbourg. I went because um, our friend Shannon was, like, in Amsterdam for, like, she had some, like, school thing in Lisbon and elsewhere and stuff so she should stay for a little bit so then I went to meet up with her because I can't say no and also because obviously I wanted to go (laughs) and then yeah and then I went to Paris I visited my French foreign exchange family in Strasbourg which was absolutely lovely and very heartfelt and very rejuvenating and it was lovely because especially when I was in Strasbourg there was a day I didn't look at the other days I'm not sure but there was at least one day where my time on my phone it was an hour and 45 minutes and <laughs> I was like wow that that's awesome incredible compared to my I mean it's gotten a lot better but compared to my usual like I don't know like eight hours <laughs> of screen time minimum <laughs> typically so that was lovely and very much needed um physically exhausting still I was very 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 sick the first like three quarters of the trip which was unfortunate with like some strep throat situation but it's okay um, I thought I was gonna die for a second because it felt I felt so sick, but it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you persevered. <laughs> I persevered for real. She persisted. Z persisted. <laughs> oh yeah. Nevertheless, Z yeah. persisted. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Um, and it's just been crazy since then. But like, also really good. I feel like my mental health this week has been a lot better. I feel like the effects of like coming out of winter. And it being spring now, I'm feeling the the renewal that comes with spring and makes one of the things that makes spring my favorite season. So things are good. I'm feeling more hopeful. Um, good. Yeah. Yay. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. It's all good stuff. I know. All, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. How about you, Jilly? Um, I've been chilling. I'm still in my film queen era out yeah. here. Um, yes. At the moment, I really want to rewatch Independence Day because I just love Jeff Goldblum. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah! I didn't, didn't know you? He was in that. Yes. Yeah, he's like he's like the lead. It's scientist. like him and Will Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. That name just now sounded fake. Like I know, I know I was, that, I said it, and I'm well, like, that sounds wrong. Yeah, I know that's his name, but I'm like. Why are we just making people up right, right. now? I know. <laughs> yeah, no name ever. That's what like that's what I as a kid like that's the movie I associated <laughs> with Jeff Goldblum. I just thought it was so scary. What? I thought it was so scary when I was a kid. Like I watched oh. it one time and was like I was I'm scarred. I can't watch yeah. it ever again. <laughs> well, like that one um I won't say I know I already texted it and didn't blur it out but that one scene that i texted with the like scientist 
Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, that part is, like, scary. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. if she, Oh, yeah, she saw you haven't seen it because you didn't realize that Jeff Goldblum was in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's still... It will still have the same, like, effect. Yeah. Um, But there are scenes where it's, like, very, like, intense, but... Yeah. yeah. There's also know, a lot I of scenes that it. are, like, funny, though. Like, almost parodying other movies of that genre from the time yeah. a little bit. So... Like, at least they add in the comedy to balance out the scariness instead of it being, like, War of the Worlds out here. I know. War of the Worlds <laughs> is so... Again, I when Chris and I just watched that, um, I, like, I hadn't watched it in a few years. And I was just like, damn, like, how did I watch this, like, <laughs> as a kid? And, like, actively, like, I'd be like, can we watch War... Like, I still am i love that movie that's definitely i think like i said like a desert island movie for me but like like what the fuck this is scary oh, now i'm dying to watch like disaster movies because i feel like i oh, haven't yeah. seen any of those in a while but i besides like independence day i have seen the other ones that we've discussed um yeah i and like day after tomorrow and stuff like that so yeah. I, I really want to watch those again who i is, really want to rewatch that stuff right who is the lead person in uh war of the worlds why do i keep thinking tom, tom cruise. cruise okay yeah okay, it is yeah. him <laughs> I know, it's, it's like a weird movie for him i feel right <laughs> yeah well it's like he's like normal and like acts well in that movie <laughs> like i don't know like he doesn't like the I deadbeat think, dad yeah well it does i was gonna say i feel like the character it's like he was almost like typecasted into that like the <laughs> yeah. deadbeat like spazzy dad <laughs> yeah the dad who doesn't remember that's why a scary movie four is so funny because like the dad that is parodying tom cruise's character is like fucking awful like he like locks the child outside in the fucking like alien attack and all this shit. oh my god throws the kid out the window i'm like yeah that basically was what was happening in the movie. yeah Jill, i can't believe when you i saw a text that you sent about that being like basically like a scene for scene of like yeah world parody which i had never thought about so and i i used to love i mean all of the scary movie parody movies so, like i've I need to rewatch that now after watching and see what you mean because like I've never noticed that but you're right. <laughs> Have you guys seen this is going back to talk about Tom Cruise. Have you guys seen like there's some like tweet about how his tooth is in the middle of his face? No. no. <laughs> like in his mouth or like Yeah, like it's like instead of having the like literally look it up look up tom cruise Wait, tooth. no i literally saw a picture on instagram today that was like they put the most busted fucking picture of tom <laughs> cruise it was only just one tooth though it's yeah. missing one i'm like you what is happening that. here tom cruise middle tooth oh yeah literally immediately comes up oh yeah is that for real yeah oh, my God. and so like all throughout where the worlds i was just like staring at his tooth Oh my god! In one picture in particular, I just saw it looks so evident. It looks, <laughs> it looks like it's just one single tooth. Saw that? That's like all I could see. Wait, I like, think that he I... had like he like had his teeth fixed. Like I think he had like an actual problem, or like he was missing teeth. Well, okay, yeah, because I'm seeing ones of him when he was a kid. They didn't yeah. fix it properly. They just- <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to do it. They had to work with what they were given. True. It's just, like, so crazy. That's like literally just like right in the middle 
of his face. Okay, well, um, I guess we don't have a very good transition for this episode. But <laughs> we are con- <laughs> okay, no, Tom I, <laughs> I saw that on some random oh, like celebrity true. Instagram thing or something. I so. did see that on Instagram. Yeah. It was like the, the cast our, of Top Gun Maverick then and now. And it was like they showed the most busted picture of Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that is a before and after or something. But yeah, we are continuing our deep dive from last, or not last week, but last episode. Um, and this week we are diving more into the concept of clickbait and... Uh, how they get you how they get you to fucking click the shit and engage with content that you might not have actually like wanted to see or (laughs) would have clicked on if it wasn't for such a lucrative promising title that you know promised information that they did not give yeah um yeah which is basically what clickbait is if you guys I've never heard of it. If you don't use the internet or social media, maybe you've never been baited into clicking on a particular link, but um, the concept of clickbait is referring basically to a sensationalized title or headline um, that might also include a picture um, with the purpose of luring readers to click a link and drive the viewership numbers of the website. Um, A lot of websites now and social media like they basically rely just on viewership for making money and making revenue and like having advertisers want to use or like promote stuff on their pages so they use the concept of clickbait to make as much money as possible um it'll be like a little like teaser headline saying something particularly crazy or like outlandish that it essentially exploits the curiosity gap um, and provides just enough information to make readers of news websites curious but not enough to actually satisfy that curiosity without clicking through to the linked concept um the content not the concept but the the curiosity gap which is like an actual like psychological term refers to this like I mean, it's it's pretty essentially like what the name is. It's it's like having the space of something that's catching your curiosity, but within that space, like we're give, we're only given a certain amount of information, and so that withheld information that's intentionally withheld is used to like exploit you and manipulate you into wanting to figure out and see the rest of the content and whatever. It is that they're withholding. I will say, like, yeah. Well, so actually, this one article <laughs> I read about, like, clickbait, it like gave examples of like titles that like don't work anymore because they're so overused. <laughs> like, yeah, the you won't believe what happened next. This video will blow your mind. And then this last one is like, I hate when I see it. Your faith in humanity will be restored. <laughs> like, I hate this shit. <laughs> As if yeah. you're about to show me something so moving. Like, it's going to be right. like, this person, like, doesn't run over a cat with their car. Yeah. You know, it's like the most, like, <laughs> basic thing. But I will, so like those, you know, like, I don't fall for. Yeah. I will say those there are, are sometimes when 
I know it's clickbait and I know it's like gonna be dumb as shit but it's like so out there that I'm like I gotta see what they're I know what they're gonna say here because like you know like it will just be so like I think we talked about it like did we talk about this last episode where it's like woman marries bigfoot or something like that (laughs) those it's like so absurd i'm like i i gotta know i gotta know what bullshit they're gonna be putting here i don't like fall i don't fall for the story as if the story's true but i do fall for the absurdity of it right no i know i feel that too they fucking catch me sometimes especially like especially the ones related to celebrities because i'm like no way that this person did that or at the ones that have been really getting me and now that i know that it's all just like her exp- like using it for some reason but the shit about jojo siwa being pregnant oh my I, god the first time i saw that i was like no fucking way i have to click on this like this yeah. is 16 years old still no way no, she's like old she's like 18 now yeah not but actually still, old, but yeah like, i'm like no acts, she's not God. baby having age come on yeah. that is like that's a, actually a celebrity true she's somebody we should talk about next episode with the like hate train true you know, like, all yeah. board the hate train she like i've i don't know i find her very interesting as a cultural phenomenon because like yeah. everybody hated her and then everybody was like she came out so everybody's like wait she dope the like you're gay okay love and then ally yeah like yeah right she's such an ally that she's gay (laughs) but um (laughs) and then now it's like everybody's like back to hating her so i do really yeah yeah because why she's like you she's like playing it up like she's like buying baby clothes to be to like have these clickbait articles so people will will, like engage with her content basically i'm like she's yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it next. But yeah, we'll talk about it more. The brief thing, like, that I... Is because I'm on, like, lesbian drama TikTok. Because <laughs> it's, like, always, like, these, like, four lesbian celebrities that, like, date each other in circles. And so, like, I've, like, interacted with, like, two videos of, like, I want to see the lesbian drama. And then literally, like, people will be like, this week on lesbian drama TikTok or whatever. Um, but... <laughs> Jojo, like, is so shitty to her ex-girlfriends. Oh, Yeah, like, really? she's, like, she's, like, kind of toxic. Yeah, so. Damn. That's why people are, like, oh, wait, you're just kind of, like, a bad person. <laughs> so that's why we're all back to hating her. It's, like, oh, Ooh. it was cool that you're gay, but you're just, like, she's, like, a hey mama's kind of gay. You can be gay and be awful. Well, yeah, I did exactly. not anticipate. <laughs> she's an that. icon for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Wow, trailblazer. First shitty <laughs> gay person. <laughs> first but, shitty gay person yeah she's the we'll first have one. to i'll i'll get i'll put together that'll be my research for next next episode yes, <laughs> yes. the timeline of jojo siwa <laughs> yes honestly we need that yeah um yeah um, sorry yeah you can we'll go back to our actually yeah. planned discussion that's regularly scheduled yeah. programming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is that like clickbait is an issue at this point because these content creators just like it kind of just shows where their values lie and like how 
sometimes I guess it can change like it can fluctuate throughout a person's career but sometimes like content creators are literally just caring about their views and like driving up numbers rather than the quality of the work that they're putting out um and like at least with like content on YouTube and stuff like that where it's it's a content creator like doing that to further their career versus like a news article putting out a completely misleading headline like that's a, a different type of manipulation and like a different type of unethical right. you know vibe there but yeah, yeah. Well, like either an, way uh, it's, it's like it's different yeah. like when somebody's like exploiting themselves I guess yeah. versus yeah. like being exploited that like feels right. I don't know right icky. or trying to like I don't know like uh, clickbait is weird I don't know um because yeah like there's like the Jojo Siwas using it to make money and like try to stay relevant and like the Kardashians trying to do that shit too with Kylie apparently dating Timothy Chalamet I'm like who knows if that's real like it's fucking clickbait you know they don't exist in the same universe in my brain no they don't they definitely don't I saw someone say that they were introduced via Travis via Kid Cudi I'm like what why Why is Timothy Timothy Chalamet hanging out with any of those people right like what was the wait so is this like is this like more of a thing like is this like an actual like i don't know it's, I, it's just it's like still, a, it's unconfirmed headline. yeah yeah it's like it's there's just no just way unfair. there's it's like I, I, at this point. I literally refuse to believe that like there's i'm not no allowing that. like there's no pictures of them together or anything yet either it's just rumors yeah but yeah i'm like the, the kardashians use fucking clickbait to stay relevant all the time because they know that they're in their flop era right now yeah because everybody's like sick of seeing them yeah yeah aside from the content creators doing clickbait to just like drive up their own views and making money the clickbait headlines of like news stories and stuff those are actually like damaging to society which like we talked about that kind of in our discussion on a social dilemma but like clickbait articles and headlines that promote like misleading fake news like straight up disinformation using those titles to get people to like go to the page like are fucked up that's unethical and that shit is like literally causing people's brains to rot and like cause our fucking society to collapse well it's like borderline it's like irresponsible yeah i like i don't know how how else to like describe it it's like not yeah, I don't know like how to describe it, but it, it's just like you can't just like say whatever you want and like yeah. push push these stories and like expect not to like have any consequences of it. And it's like even if they are aware, like clearly they don't care about like whatever consequences that are going to come. They just care about like the money, and so it's just like so yeah. it's like yeah, like irresponsible. I just literally don't understand how it's allowed. Like, I mean, I understand the whole concept of like freedom of speech and stuff like that, but I, I just would assume that there would be some guidelines. Like, for example, yeah, you can say whatever you want in like a chat, or even like I mean, still shouldn't be saying whatever you want as fact, even on social media. But like, I guess some people like I guess that could fall under freedom of speech. Some people, but like. If you're publishing things to any sort of like, well, then people would say, well, what constitutes a website? But if you're publishing something to any sort of website, especially because like a lot of those like clickbaity articles that I'm thinking of, 
aside from like celebrity ones, other ones that we talk, that we discussed, like ones like for example, which I had a family member. I don't want to call him family member, but like I had someone that like literally during COVID, which I've I told you, it's about, I don't know if you remember, I don't even want to specify who, was like had just like an onion out in their house because like they thought they would clean up like COVID germs. <laughs> yeah i remember who, i remember who it is like was it like oh, cut God. open or like cut open on it, it. it didn't it's, it wasn't in the house it was in their room so like it didn't like smell anywhere else but like stinking why? like onions <laughs> literally God. and they really like, thought yeah, that yeah, was they were, like, open away nobody's gonna want to enter this room and literally that's why their germs because you're literally. scaring them away literally so, so you're right funny. it is working in some ways i suppose <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah it's just like especially because a lot of those things like like are literally I, I i what i can't believe is i'll find them like at the bottom of like cnn articles and shit like it's yeah. like how are you going to be having this information on here it, it's just so so irresponsible and then obviously when we have people involved that in itself is irresponsible but then we have people involved too with like tabloids and whatever and things like clickbait that we see on social media and it's like how is this allowed i yeah. know well it's like i understand like with the i was saying it's at the bottom of cnn articles it's like oh that ad space they just rent out that ad space and so it's like cnn isn't putting that information there you know it's like whoever pays for that ad space but it's still like how are you not filtering this like how are you not like monitoring why are you okay with just like letting yeah these people put this at the bottom of your story like are you don't you have like pride in your new as a new source like right. I don't know. it's just so ugh, icky slimy yeah. i did see that like facebook and twitter and i think like something else maybe youtube like have rules in place quote unquote rules in place to try to like um stop clickbait from being promoted on their social media websites but it's like very hard to control because the 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 way that they do it is like it's it's based on how long people will spend on the website like after clicking on it it's like if they click on it and then they just like automatically exit out then they can tell that that might be clickbait but like i don't know i'm like that's that you're basing it up to the algorithm and the algorithm if it's if someone clicks on an article it's going to promote it more you know right. like it doesn't work the way that they want it to exactly yeah yeah and i feel like the like clicking and leaving thing like what if somebody like clicks it and it opens a new tab and then they like leave it open because they forget it's open but then it's like, yeah sensing that oh they opened it and stayed on that site you know it's like that's so i don't know that's a really weak way of doing it right right yeah yeah but so that's the thing about clickbait like it seems like it's new because you know the internet is like it's just like the new form of that it's taken um but it's existed like throughout the history of journalism and that's another thing is like why there's no rule more like you know stricter rules regarding why they can't just like throw shit up into a headline it's because it's got precedent that that's just what is allowed legally um we touched on this a little bit in our last deep dive episode into this but the concept of yellow journalism 
is where this all started. And I'm allow me to explain in further detail of how this concept came to be, because I don't think we, we were briefly talking about it last episode. So in 1895, <laughs> at the heyday, <laughs> <laughs> the heyday of early newspaper culture, critics of these media evils called this type of news yellow journalism, the sensationalized crazy misinformation headlines was yellow journalism um the term came from this popular cartoon character called the yellow kid who appeared in a comic strip in the new york world called hogan's alley and in the 19th century newspapers were fighting for circulation numbers the same way social media sites compete for unique visitors or eyeballs today and one surefire way to boost circulation was to have a popular comic strip um, and the New York World owner, Joseph Pulitzer, was crushing his competition, William Randolph Hearst's New York Journal, by running The Adventures of the Yellow Kid, written and drawn by Richard Outcole. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> he loved that. Um, okay, so The Yellow Kid, you guys should look up a picture of this yeah, just I'm to look like, it up. get an idea. But The Yellow Kid was basically the original meme. It was just like this little kid who lived in the slums of New York who would appear with wacky sayings on his his yellow nightshirt. That's literally um, Aang <laughs> from Avatar Last Oh, Airbender. right? Yeah. It, no, it looks like Caillou. Oh, my God. True. Yeah. yeah. So just imagine Caillou with, like, stupid written and bro- broken English shit on his yellow nightshirt. Um, and people were buying papers literally just to read this cartoon Ew, he's not so to, creepy not to get the news right i know I, I don't like him he's a little freak yeah he walks so <laughs> pepe could run he was he was in a marvel comic at one point what oh my god he's canon to the mcu <laughs> oh my god watch out there's gonna be yellow kid movie he's gonna be in the avengers <laughs> Yeah, and it's literally um, the same one because I'm looking at him and it's like literally like he's wearing his little thing. <laughs> oh my god. Ew. His little thing. His like giant like circus tent of a shirt. I know. I'm like, is that what people were wearing to sleep in the 1800s? A giant Probably. yellow night shirt. Wow. Who knew they had yellow back then? True. <laughs> Who knew that everything was black it? and white. <laughs> <laughs> So that this is where the term yellow journalism co- came from. One ah. critic called it yellow kid journalism, but people didn't like that extra syllable in there. So they just <laughs> said yellow journalism. They're like, it's too many words. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let's let's get rid of the shortest word out right. of all of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at this time, Hearst was competing viciously for circulation numbers with Joseph Pulitzer. And eventually Hearst offered Outcult, who was the cartoon drawer, um, an outrageously high fee to bring the kid, the yellow kid, over to his newspaper. And Outcult accepted that offer, and uh, the move fueled the already heated rivalry between Hearst and Pulitzer. So Hearst ultimately won the battle, but Pulitzer refused to give in and he hired a new cartoonist to just straight up copyright oh. the yellow kid and continue drawing the cartoon for his paper. Love. Of course. 
Yeah, so things were cutthroat. Things got heated in their war for eyeballs for the newspapers that both papers would literally take any opportunity to turn the boring daily news into sensational, earth-shattering events. And this is what initially drove sensationalized, outrageous, and even straight-up false news stories to be written. And in one way, you won't believe this, literally in the 1800s, this type of journalism straight up like started a war (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i honestly i do believe it like no like literally like the u.s government like acknowledges that this type of journalism contributed to the the start of the spanish-american war holy shit yeah yeah so what like story yeah so um there was a sinking of the uss battleship (laughs) Wait, I want to make a joke before you get too carried away. Yeah. Jill clickbaits that fact. (laughs) You'll never believe what happens next. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So there was a sinking of the USS battleship Maine. Maine, like the state Maine. is That's what it's called. Um, In 1898 in a Cuban harbor. Um, And it like people that were there witnessing the event said that the explosion like came from on board the ship that it wasn't like an attack like it was like you know an accidental explosion that was caused by like u.s military um the the navy vessel had been sent there for like not long before but it was in a display of u.s power and it was in conjunction with this planned visit of a spanish ship to new york um and like the harbor there and it was an effort to diffuse the growing tensions between the United States and Spain. But well. <laughs> <laughs> the newspapers saw this like fucking, you know, little event and they used that to like sway people's opinions because there, there was already like tensions going on with territories and stuff. I don't fucking know anything about the Spanish-American War. I'm not going to pretend to. But this wasn't like the first thing, you know, like there's stuff that leads up to a war happening and the newspapers at the time were also like trying to sway opinions on how we should feel about Spain and how we should feel about potentially going to war with them before this even happened. So they were already contributing to people's like willingness, willingness to be, you know, for going to war. And then they used this event as an opportunity to straight up be like, we were attacked we should go to war right now. Like we should fucking beat their asses for attacking our Navy ship that we sent there as a gesture to diffuse tension. It's so, like so um, scary. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like that, that, like that's why I'm like th- this is like straight up damaging and could like literally cause war because as we talked about in the social dilemma, there was that whole issue with Facebook, like people in Myanmar having fucking like i don't even know it was like hate speech and like i don't, I can't yeah. remember the exact stuff going on with that but like all that stuff about how they like straight up like had a class action lawsuit against yeah. facebook because they straight up contributed to a war with this muslim minority group in myanmar and like basically caused a genocide yeah it's, it's so, just like it's so, so yeah gary I guess that, like, relates to how I'm, like, it's just so irresponsible. Yeah. Like, do you not, like, I mean, they don't. They don't care about 
the repercussions like they just they just say whatever you know it's like i don't know i feel like that's the same like in the way that it's such a classic example but like you can't yell fire at a crowded theater like you can't like yeah cause panic i feel like that like should fall under limitations to free speech you know like yeah free speech just means that we can sit here and talk shit about the government and not worried about being fucking executed it doesn't mean that you can just like say whatever you want and like spread whatever information you want without consequence like i don't know i don't understand how it's not yeah cracked down upon more i guess but i guess it's then yeah a slippery slope like yeah but i I don't understand why they like why they think that like there's like a loss of freedom and having like i understand like literally it's like okay it's not completely like free reign but it's like just because like if there are some sort of like if there is some sort of regulation around that i know that whatever is slippery slope and stuff but it's like realistically there are a lot of ways to maintain straight up freedom of speech like not not even like an adulterated version of it like straight up freedom of speech while still i don't know being able to regulate this type of shit from happening that can cause wars like yeah (laughs) like it's like yeah it's i don't know it's i'm surprised that it's I guess it's partially like what Jill's saying is like the internet is newer still and like yeah. I feel like like regulations are like still catching up but it's also like catch up. I don't no, know. Literally like, <laughs> okay, it, it, it's been like we got it the internet is still like even at this point like still like a very new phenomenon at the same time it's okay it's been like at least like what did it start like the like 80s? 20 the internet? Yeah, that was like the '90s. Okay, '90s. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's been like 30 years, so catch the fuck yeah. up, right? They're at this point, they're just like willfully ignorant because no, it right. makes so, so much money, right? But they're like, mm, we'll wait, we'll wait to get to that one. That's Literally, yeah. Priority. Like, we let's make sure that we have bucks. like meetings and meetings about TikTok. Yeah, right. And meetings the only and meetings on how to remove more rights from minority groups, like yeah. right? Yeah, and how to like literally cause transgenesis yeah right (laughs) Uh, it's not funny at all well okay so that's another part of the clickbait topic that i want to discuss is like how not even just like causing potential i don't know like you know genocide or like fucking riots and shit but like the way that politicians also use clickbait like even just in their tweets like not even tweeting to like an article headline but the way that they fucking rage bait people and like the concept of outrage porn is crazy with these these politicians especially right-wing politicians who are using all this like anti-trans rhetoric to rile people up and especially people on the opposite side of the spectrum and they fucking want to get that engagement because they're like at the end of the day we just need engagement and causing people to be outraged causes like the most you know like the the types of engagement that like will boost numbers and like revenue the most like leaving comments and like retweets and like replying to stuff and sending it to people sharing it like all of that makes them more money than just I don't know, favoriting or liking something or, like, scrolling by. It's, like, literally, it makes me think about, like, people who have their careers, like, being a troll. 
Yeah. You know, like yeah. they yeah. basically go online. Like Keemstar. Yeah. Yeah. And just do shithead stuff to piss people off. And then it's like, it's a classic, like, ignore them. Don't give them attention. You know, like when yeah. that's what you're supposed to do if somebody's like bullying you or something, basically, like they just want a reaction. So don't give them a reaction. But it's like, I don't, people are too stupid. Like people, you know, like people don't have that type of like forethought of like they're just on here to piss y'all off and you're like doing that and you're giving them the money and you're giving them the clicks and the attention like just ignore it just leave it but then it's like it gets to a certain point where it's like okay you can't ignore it once it gets like dangerous like violent you know yeah. like you're saying about right. like anti-trans stuff like okay they're gonna come right. on here and like be a shithead whatever but like once they start like passing around literal like hate speech like yeah okay you can't yeah. ignore that yep and legislation like literally stripping them of their rights yeah and like you know and i wouldn't say encouraging mass shootings against these groups of people but not like not outright you know saying that it's bad like, yeah no, definitely not opposite. denouncing it that's for sure yeah yeah yeah, I mean, what was that one guy who like drove? Didn't what did he do? Did he drive like a truck into a crowd or something? That like eighteen year old kid. I like know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was time. that was in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, was this was this recently? This Two was like years 2020. Ago? Yeah, he like he did had, it, like, like the AR-15 oh. that he bought from a different state. Okay, I know. I'm like, I can't remember because there's literally so many of these. But I, like, I, I literally, like, I don't know which one because I, I know that that's happened like at least a couple I times know. in the past five years. That was one where Republicans were like kind of vibing with him. They're like, he's kind of like nice though. He should like run for state oh, yeah. Senate oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. He's kind of nice. They were like, yeah, like, we should have lunch with him. They like invited him to the White House. I remember that. Oh my yeah. God, I'm remembering that. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, can that we so not? Can we not invite a person who committed a mass shooting a terrorist to the White House? Yeah, like literally a fucking American terrorist. Yeah, that's like you know the not so far off extreme of clickbait, like translating True. to real world violence and translating to fucking real life hate speech. Yeah, no, true. Because that's like. At the end of the day, that's where this shit leads to, is people, like, that's, like, our whole topic of what we wanted to deep dive into, is how how we get to the point of, like, being so enthralled in all this negativity and, like, caught up in it in a way that's almost like we don't even realize it's happening until we're too far gone, right? Yeah. Well, it's, like, and I feel like... That's what, um, like, when there's, like, there's a recent, like, shooting, like, as in, like, last year in another, like, I think it was, like, a gay club, like, another gay club. But it was some, like, LGBT Oh, yeah, yeah. Place. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all these politicians were, like, oh, this is so horrible. And people were, like, like, it was, like, right-wing politicians, you know, being, like, violence isn't the answer. People were, like, shut the fuck up. Like, you guys are the ones perpetuating yeah. this hate. You guys are the ones tweeting. Like, just last week, you were tweeting, like, you know, 
a marriage is between a man and a woman kind of right. shit, you know? And so it's like, it's the classic, like, not thinking about the consequences of what they're saying. Like, they're just trying to get votes and views, like you're saying, and shares and stuff like that. So they just say what they know people want to hear. And then, oh, look, something actually violent occurred. And now you want to, like, backpedal and stuff. It's like, no, you put it out there. You said those things. You passed around those stories and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, so frustrating. Yeah. It scares me. Honestly. Because, yeah. like, okay, you know, the celebrity stuff is, it's not as dire in terms of like the violence that could be perpetuated but like sometimes celebrities do end up getting uh, facing violence in the real life because of stuff that has happened to them online or like backlash that they've gotten online or even like people getting stalked because their locations get put out online like you know the tabloids are like saying all this shit about where they are where where they live and like doxing them borderline so it does put them in situations where there can be violence yeah well yeah it's like blah 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 just bought this 15 million dollar mansion and it's just like a full photo shoot of the house (laughs) okay thanks for like literally like giving me the blueprints to this person's house (laughs) like i'm about to go hide in the bush right now yeah (laughs) yeah it's no privacy okay well we just had some technical difficulties but we're back online now um okay yeah so about go (laughs) ready for takeoff um about the concept of outrage porn this is what i wanted to talk to relating to like psychology because i did see like some stuff at least regarding outrage um and how that like psychologically works as a way to get people to engage with stuff um but this i'm like i don't know if this is a scientist i think this person did something (laughs) (laughs) wow they did something they quoted him in this article um but this person tim creter said it sometimes seems as if most of the news consists of outrage porn selected specifically to pander to our impulses to judge and punish and get us all riled up with righteous indignation Um, And Creator made a distinction between authentic outrage and outrage porn by stating, I'm not saying that all outrage is inherently irrational, that we should all just calm down and that it's all good. All is not good. Outrage is healthy to to the extent that it causes us to act against injustice. But he also said that this type of outrage, the outrage porn, spares us the impotent pain of empathy and the harder, messier work of understanding. So outrage porn, yeah, right? I'm like, it's like this insincere rage that, you know, it comes without any personal accountability or commitment. And media outlets are often incentivized to feign this type of outrage because it specifically triggers many of the most lucrative online behaviors, including leaving comments, repeat page views, and social sharing, which they capitalize on, which I did mention before. But, okay, so this professor of marketing... Now I'm reading that, like, professor of marketing doing the study on this is interesting. It's interesting, Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania in 2014, 
conducted a study on the spreadability of emotions via social media um, and concluded that anger is a high arousal emotion, which drives people to take action. It makes you feel fired up, which makes you more likely to pass things on. Additionally, online audiences may be susceptible to outrage porn in part because of their feelings of powerlessness to managers, politicians, creditors, and celebrities. Once again, showing that a lot of these posts are just manipulating emotions um, of the viewers into making the creator or writer money. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll talk more about it later because I'm interested to read more about that study and see like what other types of emotions I know me too spread via social media yeah and how that like influences us I can I feel like I can see like nostalgia being one and the like feel good kind of like I don't know like the like surface level like heartwarming which is like nice yeah yeah yeah. but it'll be like like I watched this video of like a older dog like teaching this new like puppy how the doggy door works and like Aww. holding it oh. open for him it's yeah. like it's so cute like oh like a nice little feel-good video but it's also like i don't know i feel like that's another one that's easily like spread but then also like so classic like distracts us from right actual yeah. shit going on yeah exactly it's like the little two-second heartwarming stories definitely don't outweigh like the mass amount of hate speech and trolling and just like right. mean negative shit going on. Oh, that was the other thing that I I didn't write it down, but they were saying that outrage like in a neuroscience way, it like makes your fight or flight response activate and doing that like makes you either want to respond and like punch someone and like call someone out and be fucking mean or you know turn off the computer or just like do something else but I'm like that was very interesting that the fight or flight was brought up because that is not what I would think of like regarding online behavior but it makes sense like it makes that fucking adrenaline rush come up and it makes you feel like I don't know like you need to say something yeah yeah, it still dysregulates your nervous system which also then makes you like aside from like specifically the fight or flight mechanism that's activated then in general you start to react to those situations from a place where you're activated which is not how you properly respond to those situations yeah yeah but we'll get more into that in our next episode for sure yeah but that is like again just another way of like manipulating and like exploiting like 100 purposefully like getting you into a more like a rational state you know um oh i jill is that most of like what you had yeah i was just gonna talk briefly um about the snapchat discover page oh um, yeah i know definitely. i like talked about it a little bit before we started recording but i just think it's so interesting like the snapchat Dis- discover page like when I-, I was like reading an article about it and they were like quoting tweets and somebody was like i will literally pay money to never see the snapchat discover page again <laughs> straight up <laughs> like it is just so obnoxious and like i feel like that's like 
um, where I don't know, like, kind of how we were saying earlier, like people have caught on to the like, you'll never believe what happens next, and like those type of like clickbaity things, like that's like that stuff's like mostly like died off, and so I feel like like that's partially why like this discover page to me is like so interesting in the sense of like how are you still how is this still around like that's like where i feel like like clickbait like manifests like most obviously because i feel like like on facebook it's a bit like sneakier with it you know but it's also just interesting like i was reading like why like other social media doesn't have that issue to such an extent yeah and apparently it's partially because so they have like agreements with certain like media companies like you know like what one's like there's like the daily mail or something yeah oh yeah Yeah. like those other like lesser i don't know like the cut kind of stuff yeah exactly and so they have like deals with those but then the other discover stuff is like literally like crowdsourced like and so it's just like or like when something happens like when it's like oh like this tornado or whatever they take people's like snap videos from that event and put it there and so it's like that's partially like how they can like not be like liable for what's being posted because it's like oh like those are like stuff from the scene that's like this wasn't our content we didn't make this we're just like sharing what people are like posting and stuff like that but yeah i don't know it's just like it just feels so trashy <laughs> i know <laughs> like, the, the snapchat no, discover weekly like i literally i'm gonna open it up really fast right now i know yeah like and see let's see what the craziest stuff on there at the moment is yeah like let's see jojo siwa's newest shit Kendall Jenner speaks on why she never liked Selena. Wow. Why Ari looks so different lately. Dot 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 with the f- the emoji that's embarrassed. Joe. <laughs> jo- it's a jo- fucking Jojo Siwa baby one. <laughs> the big reveal. She's doing a gender thing. Oh my god, yeah. Like okay, she's yeah, doing like this- the gender reveal. There's He's this cracking one- up. That says Jenna Ortega's awkward wardrobe malfunction. They also use like weird, oh, like that. sexualized stuff to ha- in clickbait to like make you want to go look at it. And like, I feel like that's even grosser in a way because I mean Jenna Ortega is like twenty years old. Like that's kind of weird to be using to manipulate yeah. people into thinking that she like had her tit out or something yeah pretend like acting like they're gonna show a picture of that like it's fucking weird she didn't consent to that and that's not even what actually happened i'm sure yeah well like this this one too like i mean fuck kylie jenner but it says in quote quotes the word proof proof kylie's on drugs question mark broken heart emoji and she's (laughs) like and that's and that's by stargazing but it's just like I don't know, you know, like... Oh my god, there's so... this one that just came up. Bella breaks silence on heroin use. Like, yeah, it's like, oh Bitch, my god, what? let's just post... Now I'm like, wait, I want to... 
<laughs> I know. Well, I want to see what they say is proof that she's on drugs. Wow, we no, both it's... just we both just got trapped into clickbait. I know. We went, to, we went to Snapchat to see what the craziest article. Wow, were. in action. The yep. <laughs> so, Jojo Siwa is embarrassing herself again. Love that. True. Love that for her. No, the one that just got me. It said Bella. Bella breaks silence on heroin use. What? Yeah. So I'm like, come on. Well, now I want to fucking it's know. Like, it, it gets you before you even like. Sometimes before you can even think, oh, I mean, obviously you recognize this quickly right away, but before you can even think, like, do I even want to open this? Is you're like, I have to open this and see what the fuck this is about, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know, because a lot of the stuff is like, I'm like, I, I don't want her to be addicted right. to drugs if that's what's right. going on, and you and get it's like fucked up to like use that as a way to bait people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just like, the, oh, and some of it is like so, like it's like. How dare you be using that as clickbait? Like exactly. that is if that's yeah. true, if she truly struggles with heroin use, that is so sad. Like them using like tragedy like this. Yeah. 12 year old sentenced to prison for killing his rapist. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? And it's like a picture of the kid. What like, the fuck? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, we need to look into I don't even know like why why people click on that stuff more than like the happy stuff I don't that's know. what I really want to talk about next week for sure like I really yeah. want to I really want to dive deep into why that is like I have a lot of like I already have like a general understanding psychologically of why that is from what we've discussed in my courses before but it still doesn't quite make sense to me yeah I know that like we'll yeah. we'll dive more into this next week or yeah next week's episode but I know that, like, in general, we're more predisposed to picking up on evolutionarily negative things, like negative stimuli in our environment because, like, it protects us from things happening. But, like, given that we have this, like, higher consciousness and stuff, I don't understand how it, we don't have – I will actually know it's probably because it's developed too quickly for us to comprehend. But it's just, like, we have the critical thinking skills to be able to distinguish between negative stimuli out in the wild versus negative stimuli, like – on our phones and stuff like that but we still engage with it in the same way because our body is just like attuned to picking out i don't know possible threats in that way and and threats i guess can be interpreted internally as just like activating and enraging and stuff like that yeah. so yeah but obviously we'll discuss more of like actual specifics next episode yeah yeah and i feel like that that does relate to to like the whole like hate train thing like people enjoying hating stuff right right yeah because i don't know it's in a way it like brings people together it's like a form of community almost well it is like yeah like if you think about like me and my coworkers when we had a really shitty boss like we bonded so well right over a common enemy kind of thing and so i feel like it's like a weird perverted camaraderie type thing yeah. i don't know and like yeah. wanting to be like involved in the joke and like in the conversation so it's like yeah but we'll we'll dive i could totally go i just find it so yeah. interesting and like so I know, right? frustrating um because it's like wh- why are you i don't know it's like it, it makes me feel like like oh you're all sheep you know I but know. It, it really yeah. is like you guys are just like hating on this because it's cool to hate like why don't we just yeah. like things? Literally. <laughs> or just so like not engage. Exhausting. Yeah. I don't know. So 
Okay, but, there is one other thing I was thinking about that I want to bring up in regards to clickbait is okay. that the the issue like not the sole issue but like one of the issues with the internet clickbait is that a lot of the time this stuff is targeting children and manipulating mm-hmm. children into clicking on stuff true and they they don't they don't have the critical thinking skills to to true like know better but like a lot yeah. of the time like a lot of youtube like videos and stuff like that have clickbait in the titles and then they the youtube creators bait children into like engaging with their content by saying like if you don't like this video you're gonna get bad luck or like your mom's gonna get kidnapped yeah so, i don't well, know that's a like little extreme but, like shit like that yeah where he's exactly. like my girlfriend died and then like the next yeah. week he did like a like fucked up seance for his girlfriend yeah like, and all the, they like cody would show the comments on the videos and be like these are kids like they don't understand that you're not being serious like they yeah. think that your girlfriend is dead well, and he'll be like, one like is one prayer for her. Yeah. Like, and they're so like, we're like, oh my God, I like praying. the video. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm praying so hard. I hope she, like, and it's like, they're like, I'm poor right children. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like in distress. Yeah. And and you're doing it on purpose. Like, oh God, it's so gross. Yeah. I'm like, manipulating children is like the fucking lowest fucking shit you can do. That's fucked no, up. No, literally. Well, it's literally. literally like taking candy from a baby. No, literally. Like, it's like, really. the lowest hanging fruit of being just so shitty. Like, so yeah. fucking shitty. Yeah. It's like, like you if can't you're even... going to scam people, at least like have some balls and scam adults. Like, come on. Right? Like, literally. Like, if you're not skilled enough to scam people over the age of 18 then you should not be scamming you should not be scam- you should yeah really literally find a new career like, <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> get a real job <laughs> right get off your ass and work literally yeah. nobody wants to work these days <laughs> well does anyone have anything else they would like to add i don't okay. think so because oh god it's yeah. gonna like at this point i'm like i feel like most of our conversations are for the next episode yeah. yeah yeah and so that's why i'm like i don't the stuff like i'm thinking of is like i should pin it and yeah. wait for next episode or else we'll be recording for <clears throat> two more hours and get kicked <laughs> off for real rob us. all right well thank you guys for tuning into this episode um we are going to be continuing continuing this deep dive in our next episode and getting into the psychology and all the stuff that we were clickbaiting you at the end of this episode for <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> leaving you with some really cliffhangers know. Um, so yeah, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, and follow us on social media. Get your podcasts here. Get your podcasts. <laughs> throwing them out. Throwing them to the wind. Follow us on our social medias at that's kind of wavy. Um, and yeah, love you guys. Bye. Bye.